You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, on the line right now, our Odyssey NFL insider, Brian Ballinger. Insider calls, of course, presented by BetQL. Subscribe to BetQL today. Instantly get our model's best bets. Live, public, and sharp data, trends, and much more right at your fingertips. You could also hear Brian with Jason Locke and Fora on In the Huddle with new episodes out every single week. Just search Huddle on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. Baldy, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Um, you know, I'm, I'm right here in the film room just kind of catching up with all of Sunday's games. So just kind of combing the league here and I guess looking ahead to week three already. So this is why you're one of my favorite follows on Twitter, man. So I see that you're breaking down some Giants tape. And I was... Now, when I say I was high on the the Giants coming into the season, I meant that they were going to win eight, eight games because their win total was only seven and a half. I love the coaching staff. I don't know about Daniel Jones, but when Saquon's healthy, man, he looks really good. What are your thoughts on this team? Obviously, a 2-0 and start. Uh, your thoughts on the New York Giants right now and what you've seen the new culture? Well, I'll say, you know, I was around Brian Dable and the team quite a bit in preseason. I was up there at practice. Um, you know, when you come out of the tunnel and you kick, Graham Gano kicks it off. And Carter Coughlin, you know, just pops it loose right there in the opening kickoff, and you get the ball to the 22-yard line. Three plays later, you know, you're kicking a field goal. I mean, they, two games in a row now, they've come out, and they've been ready to play in Nashville and then last week against Carolina. And there's just something about that. I mean, the players respond to this guy. They, they look dreadful at times, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know what Daniel Jones is looking at. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't I, – is Cardarius Tony ever going to catch a pass? I mean, you just – there's just not a lot there. The rookie tight end, Bellinger gets his only touchdown. But, like, they're, they're, they're just resilient. They're just they, – they play tough defense. Xavier McKinney healthy makes a big difference. Uh, the defense coordinator hides a lot of things. Um, it, 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 it's, they're coaching the way you're supposed to coach. Just take whatever you got and make the best of it. And I feel like that's what they're doing. What do you see when you watch Buffalo? Because obviously new play caller, Ken Dorsey, and they look great, man. The only knock, and, and there's nothing really you can knock. They just you know beat no. the living hell out of the Titans last night. But the early down's not great. I feel like Josh Allen's facing a lot of third and eight, third and nines. Not that it matters. Week one through three touchdown passes on third down. Just what are you seeing from them, and can they be beat? <laughs> well, everybody can be beat. You know, everybody can have an off day. Um, you know, there was, there was one fourth down play early that, uh, you know, Josh Allen tried to make something happen, and the, the Titans were ready for it. They, Kevin Byard came and blitzed him off the edge. And, you know, Josh, like, rare, but he went back to like his old days and he tried to make something happen. The ball popped right up in the air. And they just didn't come down with it. I mean, couldn't, I'm not going to say it made a difference, you know. But, you know, they, they are – there's plays that you practice all week, and they're good at those plays. And then there's plays that can only be created – once those plays get covered, broken down, and Josh Allen goes to work on the next set of plays in, in almost all the scramble drill, you know, things that he's been taught. And he's almost unstoppable like that. Uh, 
they're making a better commitment to the run game. Roger Saffold in that guard makes a difference. So you saw all three backs last night carry it. A little better, you know, commitment to the run game than what we saw with Brian Dable there. So I think that's going to help them. But they're pretty unbeatable if they play anywhere near their best football. Yeah, Bills looked great last night. Baldy, I know you're at Ravens-Dolphins this Sunday. Unbelievable, crazy game. That fourth yeah. quarter, what did you see from the Dolphins offensively? What did Mike McDaniel do that was giving the Ravens secondary such fits and why Tyree Kill was able to get so open? Well, you know, last year the Ravens were last in the NFL in passing yards allowed. I mean, it was uncanny. They fired their off, you know, defense coordinator, Wink Martindale, with the Giants. So, Brandon Mike from, you know, from Michigan. And now they got two guys healthy. Marcus Peters is back, and Marlon Humphreys is back, and, you know, they drafted a safety in Kyle Hamilton. But they're still breaking down at the same rate that they did a year ago. So that's a head-scratcher. I mean, Tyreek runs right by Marcus Peters, but he thinks probably, you know, that the Hamilton's going to be there. He's not there. On the other side, like, they're not doubling Tyreek Hill, but the rookie corner, Jalen Armour Davis, thinks they are, and there's nobody there. And so he kind of lets Tyreek go right by him, and there's nobody behind him. And it's probably two of the easier touchdown throws that Tua will ever make in his life. But they were so critical in that you know 21-point comeback in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I couldn't believe how open they were. Baldy, on the flip side, I want to ask you about the Ravens' offense because, man, Lamar looks really good throwing the ball. I love Rashad Bateman. He's looking like a really good young receiver. What have you seen from the Ravens' passing attack through the first couple games? We know without J.K. Dobbins, they really don't have much of a running game as of now. They've leaned on the passing game, and Lamar's really looked good so far these first couple weeks. No doubt. I mean, he's from the pocket, he looks so comfortable. He looks so relaxed. You know, his quarterback rating at the end of the first half when the Ravens were just blowing out the Dolphins was perfect. It was 158.3. You can't get any better. You know, and then in the second half, you know, he, he, you know, he takes a third and, and short and goes 75 yards to the house. I mean, he looked like the league's best player. Um, look, Devin Duvernay's been there for a few years. He's never done what he's done already so far this season. You know, the touchdown catches he has. And, and Bateman's a really good player. You know, and, you know, they probably would have won the game the other day. If Isaiah likely dropped, you know, he dropped the pass in the fourth quarter, likely uh, if he catches it, the, the Dolphins probably don't get the ball back and have a chance to score again. So, but their two tight ends are really good players, likely, and, and Andrew. So he's got targets, and the offense line is far from what it has been. You got your backup to your backup left tackle, Patrick McCarry. Probably thankful that they have him just because he can, he can play the position. He's just not, you know, he's not a dominant player or anything. They're not running the ball well. So they're making up for it with Lamar, the way he's seen the field. And, you know, he's scrambling a little bit, but not like we've seen him run before. I mean, he's just pinpoint passing uh, two weeks in a row right now. Well, do you think the Colts should still be the favorites to win the AFC South? It hasn't looked very good. Now, granted, they got the tie week one. Uh, didn't look very good week two, but no Pittman. And now a huge week three game. I know it's only week three, but at home against the Chiefs, and there's seven-point underdogs in this game, which I think says a lot about how the Chiefs have looked these first two uh, weeks as well. Um, what are your thoughts just on that division, though? You know, the Jags look much improved, but it doesn't look like anybody actually is going to want to win that division. And I was really high on Matt Ryan last year with a bad offensive line and no weapons. He hasn't looked great yet. No, he hasn't. And they got whipped at the line of scrimmage. I mean, the Jacksonville defensive line just smuggled Matt Ryan all day. Um you know, Jonathan Taylor was completely shut down. He didn't look like the league's best runner. 
but that give credit to the Jags defense line. I mean, Josh Allen and, um, you know, Walker, those guys are really good up front. And Devin Lloyd, I think he leads the league in tackles already, you know, the rookie linebacker. Yeah. They're, they're just a different team. I mean, Trevor Lawrence looks, he had the best game he's ever had um, on Sunday. And he's won his last three games in a row. You know, now two of them against the Colts, but he's won the last three starts, played the best, best game he's ever played, and the coaching makes a difference. They got a good plan. Um, but he's playing better. Probably the Jags are the favorite, but the Colts were just whipped so badly wow. that it would be hard to watch that game and say, yeah, you know, two years ago they were one and five and made the playoffs. It, it, it'd be hard to say, yeah, they're still going to go win the division. I mean, you can't say that after what happened in Jacksonville. Yeah, Ryan and I both like the Colts to bounce back this week against the Chiefs, so we'll see what happens there. The other team, though, in the AFC South, the Titans, Baldy, they have a big one against the Raiders this week. A couple of 0-2 teams desperate for a win. After watching that Tennessee offense again last night, Tannehill continues to struggle. If they lose this game, drop to 0-3, do you think Vrabel seriously starts to consider maybe bringing in Malik Willis to play quarterback. Do you think his legs, is there? that's the kind of dimension that this offense needs, the spark that it needs to get going? Yeah, I do. If they lose, and they, and they lose in the fashion that they've lost the first two weeks, I think that's a real option. Uh, they need a spark. You know, it's not fair to Tannehill because it's not all Tannehill. I mean, their best receiver is in Philadelphia, you know, and Variable didn't want to lose them. They've had to patch up the off, you know, the offense line is not a strength right now. They lost their left tackle in the game last night. Derrick Henry hasn't gotten out of the depot yet. So, you know, until they start running the ball the way they have under Mike Vrabel, and they're going to they're, they're not going to change. That's who they are. Then they're going to keep struggling, I think, if they don't start running the ball better. And I think Malik Willis can help them in that department. Well, who do you like in the NFC North? Obviously, Green Bay loses Devontae Adams. Looked much better week two, but we don't know. We don't want to overreact because it was the Bears. And then the Vikings looked really good week one. Obviously, there was no film of Kevin O'Connell. Then last night, Darius Slay had a big game, kind of shut down Justin Jefferson, and Minnesota didn't look so hot. Um, Detroit, man, Dan Campbell has the Lions playing good football, and then we don't know what the heck the Bears are. Who do you like in the NFC North between Minnesota and Green Bay? Well, I mean, I still like the Packers. I mean, I, I tweeted something last night during the game. I know the Vikings beat them. It's not like I don't know that. But the Packers are better. They're just where the Vikings want to be where the Packers are. The Packers have won 39 games the last three years. Okay, they lost a star receiver. It happens in this league. So did Kansas City. It happens. But you got you know, you got to let these young kids play. Let, you know, Christian, you know, play a little bit. Let Romeo Dobbs play. You know, you got you to grow with these guys. They're going to need them. I mean, Sammy Watkins played really good on Sunday. They looked a lot different, a lot better against the Bears. And defensively, they've got so much talent. Like, you know, Justin Jefferson, you know, he crushed them, and they didn't cover them well, and they just made a lot of mistakes. But, you know, this, the defense is good. They've got good talent. They've got a lot of first-round picks in that defense. They're well-coached. I mean, I, I think the Packers, you'll see the Packers round into form. They just, and they're, they're going to be the favorites in that division. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Thoughts on San Francisco. Obviously, Trey Lance out for the year, which is a brutal blow. But Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, there's a reason why they made him the highest paid backup quarterback. He steps in. The offense looked really good, pushing the ball down the field in the second half. Uh, your thoughts on the 49ers, I mean, in that division. You know, Arizona, surprise win last week. But should San Francisco, do you think they should be the favorites now with Jimmy G taking back over? Or do you like well, somebody else? I mean, they keep losing running backs now like they did yeah. last year. They lose Elijah Mitchell. They lose uh, Tyrion Davis-Price. You know, now you're down to Jeffrey Wilson, and, uh, you know, you're down to, you know, a, a rookie free agent, yeah. Mason. I mean, there's, you know, that the foundation of the team is the run game. That Kittle hasn't played yet, but Jimmy did come in and play. He looked very good. The, the arm looked strong. The, the shoulder looked healed. Got hit in the first play. They kind of tested. Mm-hmm. Um, but defensively, they are so good defensively. I mean, they're going to be a top-five defense with a chance to be the best. This uh, Talanoa. Ufanga is some kind of safety. I mean, he, he, he just is everywhere. They have so much speed on defense, so many playmakers. They're just difficult to play against. They're, they're going to keep them in every game when they do struggle on offense. Baldy, uh, just real quick, we have about a minute left or so. The Bengals 0-2, lost yeah. to the Cowboys, lost to the Steelers. They have the Jets this week. Is it time to panic on the Bengals yet, or do you think they'll figure it out? Well, they have come back after looking awful the first two weeks. They've come back to tie this game and have a chance to win the game against Pittsburgh and last week against Dallas. They couldn't make the play at the end to do it. Look, Joe Burrow's been sacked 13 times and hit 20 times in two games. The Jets' defensive front haven't really showed up yet. But if they show up Sunday, you might see a similar result. And if you do, then it's definitely time to panic. Baldy, thanks so much, man. We really appreciate it. Great stuff as usual. That's our Odyssey Thanks, NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Insider calls presented by BetQL. Subscribe to BetQL today. Instantly get our model's best bets, live public and sharp data, trends, and much more right at your fingertips. I also apologize to Baldy. I think I just cut him off. I think he had more to say right there. I got. I was getting a little nervous when we're up against the break, and we got somebody like Brian Baldinger on. I don't want to just cut him off because uh, we got the network clock. So, <laughs> you know, we don't we don't get to like go over a little bit and then say, "Hey, Baldy, sorry about that." I don't want to just cut off Baldy. Now, our next guest. I'll cut him off all day, Chase Kitty. I'll cut off Mark Drumheller just like that. Pat Everson, who joins us hour four, I would never do so. No. Love that guy. Oh, man. Literally Bally the just, best in the world. He is such a wealth of information. You he's throw great. a team at him. Dude, he's great. And he can tell you how many times a quarterback's been hit. He he's can great. tell you, I mean, the quarterback's sister's girlfriend. It's unbelievable all the he's stuff great. Baldy knows. And I completely agree with Green Bay. I think Green Bay is going to win the NFC North. I know I was high. Yeah. On the Vikings there for a couple months heading into the season. But last night, Kirk Cousins, and I'm not going to overreact to one game, man. 
But Kirk Cousins proved in primetime, he's still Kirk Cousins. And Aaron Rodgers proved in primetime on Sunday night, he's still Aaron Rodgers. He can be throwing to you, me, Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, the corpse of Sammy Watkins and Randall Cobb, who at this point are dust. Bobby Tunyon, who's pretty much playing on one leg. David Bakhtiari, he's probably never playing football ever again. I mean, at what point do we just do we call a spade a spade and say, hey, Bakhtiari's career is probably over? Right. I'm so sick of every week. Oh, David Bakhtiari expected to play. Yeah, like, it's been two years now. It's he like tore Ronnie his ACL Stan- two years ago. It's like Ronnie Stanley. Yeah. I know exactly how you feel. I was just happy to get Elton Jenkins <laughs> back last week, man.